Welcome to the Inspired Women Podcast. I am your host, women's empowerment coach and motivational speaker, Megan Hall. And on this podcast, I'm going to connect you with inspirational women who will share their real stories. And we're going to chat about topics relevant to women today. I'd love to continue to support you on your life's journey. Please join us in the Inspired Women community on Facebook. Thank you for tuning in today and enjoy the show. Hey guys, today I'm here with Katie. So Katie and I got introduced via a Inspired Women community member and she was like, can I recommend somebody to be on your podcast? I'm like, sure, this is new. This has never happened to me before. And she's like, you need to have Katie Seller on your podcast. She is amazing. And I a little stalked her before I reached out to her and I was like... <laughs> She is amazing. She likes to drop F-bombs and she had just launched her podcast, Boss as Fuck. So um, a little intro about Katie. Katie is the CEO of Metal Marvels, which by the way, I have like several mantra bands and I always thought that they were missing the mark with not having cuss words on their mantra bands. And then I find you and I'm like, there it is, the holy grail. That's what I'm looking for right there. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um, and she's also the co-CEO of Zion's Den Apparel, by the way, I also stocked that, has all sorts of kind of sizes, all the way up to 4X, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's amazing. We need more diverse sizes. You know, I, I go into um, stores sometimes and I'm like, this is your largest size? I can't even fit my ass into this. Like, what is going on here? Frequent <laughs> <laughs> happening. Yep. She's also the voice of her new podcast, which I mentioned, the Bosses Fuck podcast, which I will link all of her things up in the show notes, inspiredwomenpodcast.com. If you like straight shooting, if you like this podcast, you will definitely like Katie's podcast. So she found herself at a stalemate of advanced and a big box retail management and decided she didn't want anyone else to determine her success. She created Metal Marvels in December 2012 and has been hustling ever since working towards building her own empire. So Katie, uh, Robin Fountain, uh, shout out to Robin. She reached out to me and she said, you got to have Katie on your podcast. And I was like, well, what kind of story does she have? Because we don't, just, <laughs> we don't feature just because somebody's amazing. We want to hear the real story. And she said, well, Katie has a really amazing story about finding who she is and really owning that. And I want to, I want to start there. Tell us a little bit about the journey to finding out who is Katie like, and what does she like? And, and why does she want cuss words on her mantra bands? <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I have to thank you. I mean, and I love Robin. Hey, Robin. Um, and I completely like, thank you for having me on. I'm, I love like working with other women. So like, I think this is the coolest thing. And I haven't done very many um, podcast interviews. So super excited about that. Um, but for me, I mean, it kind of, it was like, I mean, the weird thing, like I had the normal, you know, high school experience that sort of like rocked my self-esteem. Um, some guy that I had a major crush on ended up being a giant dick to me <laughs> and kind of knocked me down. And, you know, and it shook me for a little while. I mean, especially too, when it's, of course, the boy you're crushing on and it's, then it's like way worse than anyone just like being mean. And <laughs> so that like, that took me, you know, back a minute. Um, and then I sort of like kind of realized that like, you know, it was some dude in high school, first of all. So beyond high school, he's not going to mean anything and neither did what he like said. So I sort of kind of, as myself became more like just confident in myself, but also too, like the whole, like give zero fucks, like is 100% my like personality. And it's sort of like, 
it just kind of evolved from there. And it was, you know, I, that definitely didn't, you know, immediately become a brand because I mean, that was in, I graduated in 04. So Me it was too. like, woo, woo. Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't, I don't even want to think about how long ago that was. Um, but you know, I, so I graduated then and I just like went about life. I funny, like it's weird. Cause I actually ended up going to school for interior design. So like super random. Um, I was just happy to like kind of be good at it. I loved it. And I still, I mean, obviously I still decorate my house and stuff, but don't really use the, uh, degree. So my dad wasn't the happiest about that. Um, <laughs> but you know, I just, I, I went that direction and then I kind of realized like that the, the requirements for like an assistant were becoming like a bachelor's degree. And I'm like, I'm not getting a bachelor's degree to fetch you coffee. It's not happening. So I sort of, you know, took that and like you said, yeah, I, you know, I worked retail my entire life um, and decided I didn't want to do it for anybody else. So I started the company and what it was in 2012, even late 2015 was nowhere near what it is today. Um, I sold a lot of like, I call it just general jewelry. Like it was just like cute stuff and like the brand is like very pretty and it was great and it was it was growing every year and you know, it was, it was doing okay. But I was like realizing that like I wasn't fulfilled because I wasn't being myself. And it was also to a point where like not a lot of people were necessarily like being themselves in business or being like a face of a brand, you know, I mean, a lot of brands were corporate and big and you might know their CEO if you Google their name, but like you didn't know who they were. You didn't really know their face. So I was like, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> and, then, and, you know, I work with a, a business guru whom I love to death. And, you know, she kind of said, she's like, I think honestly it's time for you to rebrand because you're not like fulfilling what you want to do. And you're definitely not being yourself. Like I was holding back a lot. And she said, I think you're, you tend to like partially tell your story, but you're not fully doing it. And that was a hard thing for me to be like, shit like I'm going to I'm gonna lose customers I mean I'm gonna lose people that are just interested in the pretty jewelry and that sucks um because I might lose sales I said but like then she you know she's like yeah but you also on the other end you're probably gonna gain a lot more people than you actually think and I was I'm like no there's not that many people out there like me that you know fucking purse like a sailor and you know have tattoos and purple hair and like like that's not gonna happen and it did. And I, I mean, she like gave me this look, like it's time to rebrand. And I was like scared shitless. And I just basically like literally threw my entire self in it. So like my, you know, no fuss attitude that I've had for this long. I was, it was the weirdest thing to be like, I get to do this for a, a living, which is still so weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's still so odd that I legit get to be myself and like no holds barred. Like, and it, it works and people also like align with it, which is the weirdest thing too. Um, and it's, yeah, it was, it was a lot to like, have to like come to grips with like, okay, you're putting yourself out there like wholeheartedly, but it was, a, I mean, literally the, probably the number one, like best decision I've ever made for my, my business. It's, it's nuts. <laughs> I love it. Okay. When I saw your stuff, I was like, where has Katie been my entire life? She could be my BFF, like hanging out with me. 
having wine and swearing like sailors and mm-hmm. like not giving a fuck about other people. <laughs> that totally. that speaks to me. Like I see your stuff and I'm like, I want to buy all of it. And I told my <laughs> husband um, uh, that I found you and he, and he was like, uh, maybe you shouldn't check out that site so much because <laughs> we're going to go broke. <laughs> Just order them a little, like, spaced out. Give me a note that says, put them all in one package, and I'll, I got you. Yeah, <laughs> that's the sort of thing. Because I do, like, I was I was kind of like you when I first started in business is I, you know, I'm, my still stuff is still pretty. I like the, the color pink and glitter and all sorts of kind of shit. But yeah. I was filtering myself about, like, what am I saying? And it was really fluffy, and it was really, like, you know, uh, sugar coated. And I finally, I was like, you know what? I'm sick of this shit. Like I'm so sick of pretending to be something I'm not. And once I stepped into that role of like being who's Megan and, and what does she like? And, and what does she stand by? It opened like amazing doors to this community of people who are like, I like cuss words too. And I'm like, (laughs) Yay! <laughs> my people! My people are here! Um, yeah, it's, it's that's the, like, when it actually all aligns, like, how much it works. Like, and of course, you're gonna piss people off, like, I still get random people that comment on my shit that's like, that's disgusting, or that's classless. I'm like, well, I'm not going for classy here, like, <laughs> again, that, that aligns with my whole, like, I think ladylike is 100% what you make it. I can still be a lady and still curse like a sailor. You know, I'm not walking around, you know, doing crazy shit, really. But it's like, you know, once all that, like, aligns, it's just, it's weird that it, like, it just works. And I think it's because you're not trying to be something else. Because I think that, like, when you try to be something else is where it gets lost. Oh, absolutely. And so you said that you were scared. Like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to lose people. And you did lose people. How did you deal with that? Like, what kind of self-talk did you have to give yourself to be like, it's okay? It's okay. We're going to be okay. Big pep talks. Because, I mean, I even, too, like, I was sort of the person to, I think I I I talked about this in the podcast a little bit, but it's like, I was even the person that, like, someone would unsubscribe from my newsletter, and I would get so fucking butthurt. Like, so butthurt and my like business guru like we kind of talked about she's like yeah but you're paying for those people and that was like sort of a realization and like and of course it's a little bit different as far as like sales and customer wise but I'm paying for you to be on my list and you're not opening my shit so I don't want you on my list (laughs) and that was like that was something I had to come to grips with and this along lines with like the sales too is I had to understand that like I'm not somebody for everybody you know before like I sold the pretty jewelry and I was trying to do like the discounts a lot and things like that and my girl was even like and this is before I rebrand she's like do you want to be the Walmart of jewelry and I'm like fuck no she's like well you need to stop giving people discounts so often because it was it was you know you're trying to make the sales you're just like you're trying to like be something for everybody and so it was like a big thing of like okay I gotta like come to grips with that of like it was definitely a lot of pep talk of like I'm gonna I'm gonna lose people and then but then also too is like it I had that moment of like like this is gonna be nuts and I so we started like early 2016 and worked it the whole like six months and then released in July of 2016 the like new site new everything and so like I think over the time of doing the rebrand behind the scenes without people knowing what was going on also helped a lot because in then you know then on the social and stuff like that I could sort of drip out like little things of whether it's like dropping you know more f-bombs occasionally or 
posting something that's like super sassy that wouldn't necessarily be posted or like just dripping out little things like that to kind of kind of weed people out a little bit before I went like full blown like fuck in your face (laughs) and so it's like that was something to like I think helped was in, in working behind the scenes I was coming to grips with it on my side before anybody else knew but then also too it like played into and then I got to the point of like after I sleep, I worried about it a little bit. And I was like, wait a minute, I don't actually like give a fuck. And like, and that always sounds weird to people like, well, yeah, but you're like in business to make sales. Yes, totally get it. But I also feel that like gone are the days of, I mean, unless you're Target, because although Target has a very, very, very pinpointed ideal client, I used to work there. So like, it's extremely pinpointed and people don't think that they're like, oh, it's a store for everybody. No, it's not. Not at all. <laughs> While everybody could go there, like it's the same thing. Well, everybody can come shop my site. Like it's not necessarily going to be for everybody. And so it's like, you know, I kind of like came to terms with that. And then like the, the zero, like not giving a fuck because I'm going to find those people who are going to like what I'm putting out there. And I'm going to lose people. I did. I definitely like sales dipped a little bit, but like then they like skyrocketed. So it's like, you know, you might lose those people, but on the back end, I think you're going to gain way more than you actually lost. Yeah. I always tell my clients, uh, cause I primarily work with female entrepreneurs and small business owners. I'm like, in order to set yourself out in business, you have to be you because there are 10,000 other people out there spouting the same shit you are, right? Mm-hmm. There's other people that sell jewelry and mugs and all the amazing shit that you sell but you set yourself apart because they're not all like saying mom is fuck in their bracelets, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> or what was the, the coffee mug I saw the other day It said, um, this is a big uh, mug of shut the fuck up. And I was like, oh, that's what I think in my head every morning that <laughs> <laughs> like, you're reading my mind here. Um, and that's what you're looking for is those people that you're kind of like reading. They're your tribe. They're your people, right? They're the people that are like, yes, more of this. Versus yeah. the people who are like, I had a woman that commented underneath my business page and was like, swear words don't motivate me. And I was like, I'm not your girl then. Like there yeah. are lots of other people out there who can motivate you without swear words, but swear words are part yeah. of my everyday. Like you couldn't work with me as a client because I swear when I work with people, right? Yeah. And yeah, the same goes for you. Like you couldn't launch a podcast labeled boss as fuck in the beginning because it would make no sense. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah, it's that's like that's what I'm saying. Like, gone are the days where it's a giant corporation that's for everybody. Like nowadays, everything is so like like small business is so huge, and sounds ironic, but like there's so many different small businesses, and like literally the way to stand out, I think, is by being yourself because it has to align. Because like, and I tell people like, and that's like what I said in my one of my episodes is that like people can tell when it's like disingenuous. Like if somebody doesn't Mm -hmm. curse often and I see them use it, there's certain times I can tell when I'm like, I can tell that that's not your normal language because it's like a weirdly placed fuck or like something's just something's off. And like, you can tell and it's, and it doesn't have to even be curse words. Like it's anything with your branding that like Mm -hmm. given, yes, you can, there are ways to, I can be the face of a business kind of without being the face of the business. So like, obviously like Macy's runs perfectly fine. 
And there's a lot of other small businesses that don't necessarily have a forefront like face that still run perfectly fine. But a lot of times, like nowadays, people want to connect with that person. So it's like, you're going to find those people that like align with you. And then if you don't, there's, I'm guarantee there's probably somebody else out there that has what you're looking for that doesn't have the vibe that I have. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. That's what I say all the time. Like if you don't like what I say, you don't like how I go about things. There's no reason for you to be like a big old hater and like say mean shit. You could just move on. There's other people out there. So how do you deal with the haters, Katie? I'm sure you have them. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's, it's crazy to me. I mean, it's still sometimes like, and then given I've become more like, I don't give a fuck about it because like, and I've, I've said a lot and I will always say that like, I will wholeheartedly like stand up for myself. I will stand up for my brand. I will stand up for my products. And more importantly, I will stand up for my customers because my customers align with me and that's why they're here. People that comment on my posts or like, you know, like my shit or buy my shit or whatever, like they deserve like that I stand up for them because they obviously wholeheartedly align with what I post. So when someone comes along and like, and I've had everything from Facebook comments of, you know, how unclassy it is and whatever to obviously Instagram comments. I've had people like literally take the time to write me an email telling me that they don't like somebody. So like the most recent one was somebody, this woman emailed me saying that she thought, um, so my, my little, uh, label when something is sold out on my website, the little like banner that's on it says sold the fuck out. So that triggered her. (laughs) (laughs) She she did not like it. So she literally took the time to write me an email to tell me that she thought it was unprofessional and it made me, I forgot what you said, but it made me look like classless or something along those lines. And I, before I would get like really butthurt but never say anything. Um, and now I have no problem calling people out and I won't call you out by name usually. Um, but I use it more so for like, a a reinforcement to my customers that like, this is why we're here. Like I posted her and like, I mean, well, the, so I screenshot her emails, of course. And I, I did write her back and say like, I don't think you, you know, looked at all of my products if that's what triggered you. Because had you looked through like through my products, you would have seen that like, my products get way worse than sold the fuck out. So, <laughs> so had you seen that, like you would have known that that was sort of like the vibe. So obviously like you kind of jumped on and like right quick, we're like, you suck kind of thing. So I'm like, you know, profanity is like in the eye of the person. I understand that some people don't like the words, but the, but the, the thing is, is their words. And the only reason they're profane is because someone decided they were. Yes. I mean, we could have made the word straw a profane word if we felt like it and it's all in like how you use it and it's and the people think too like oh and I, I always say like you can be like this badass babe but you don't have to be a dick so like just because mm. you know you're cursing like a sailor because I mean I literally like thank god my parents are like now like chill with it because it's just it's I mean they obviously they both curse my dad is where I I mean my first word was fuck and it definitely came from him but <laughs> We had, of course, the point where I was, like, almost, like, up towards 18, where I was, like, trying to, like, slyly curse, and they weren't really happy about it, and then I, like, cursed, and they were still on the fence about it, and then now I just, like, now it's just, you can't hold me back, 
but <laughs> you know, and it's, and it's the, like, you're putting those like ideas around these words. So like when she, you know, I, I kind of just handled it with her. So then I like, took, I used it as an opportunity like with my community. So like I put, I made a graphic that just said like, if the word fuck, and I, of course, fuck like huge. If the word fuck offends you this much, like there's other things in the world to worry about. And I like screenshot her emails. And of course, like I blocked out her info. I was going to call her out. But, you know, I posted it up like a, there's so many other things in this world to worry about than somebody using the word fuck or shit or cut if you want to get crazy or whatever. Like there's so many other things that we need to focus on. There's so much shit happening in this world, like from the littlest things to the super extremes. Like there's so much shit that like worrying about what somebody does or says like, what their website says when someone sold out is like the most minuscule thing. And, and then it also just lends into the fact that, like, that's why I do it. Like I post it to my community. is like people saying this, like you need to know that it's still okay because somebody cannot tell you how to speak. If you like to use colorful profane words, like by all means use them and you're allowed to like, that's the biggest thing and like that's of course what I try to break all the time is that old idea of ladylike and the people always say like you know person isn't ladylike or this isn't ladylike or you know showing your cleavage isn't ladylike and it's just there's so many like crazy ideals from like back in the day that people are stuck on and a lot of the times when I when I do run into and they're mostly older people which I'm like I don't know how you ended up on my page but it's still, it's like, you know, it's still breaking that idea, but it's also like, they think that it's okay to come and comment and tell my customers how, you know, not classy they are or whatever by using these like words or loving our products or buying our products. And that's not okay. So, you know, I use it as like, I use it in my favor to like, basically like re like educate my community and my customers that like, don't think that I'm going to like not stand up for you. But then also, like, it needs to reinforce that, like, this is okay. So, like, I used to, like, <laughs> I used to shy away and I would get hurt by all that stuff. And, like, now I, like, I'm going to call it out. Of course, there's, like, certain things that they, like, get crazy. I had to block one girl who went nuts in a comment. But, of course, it was over some, I don't know if it was, like, a, I don't think it was a politically charged thing that I posted. But I think it was something about, like, the way women dress. When you go nuts, I'm just going to block you because there's certain people that you can tell that you're not, like, you're not going to argue with that. And it's, it's going to be a useless conversation. Um, but most, more often than not, like, I will stand up for my customers. The nice thing is in that, like, in doing that, even if it's just, like, replying to a comment, like, everybody sees it. So it, like, it also then lends towards, like, my brand and, like, knowing that I'm literally, like, I'm serious about this. And it helps, I think, too, is, like, on the like the way it looks to towards my customers, I think that it helps. Um, so again, there's certain people you're not gonna deal with just because it's not worth it. But depending on like your brand, I I wholeheartedly believe in like standing up for your brand. I mean, especially if it's your like your heart and soul like mine is like I live and breathe this thing, but like you have to. Otherwise like why are you even doing it? Because then everybody's gonna walk all over it. So you have to like stand up for, you know, what that really is and truly like means. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I always say that you can state your opinion without bashing somebody else's character, right? Like, and mm -hmm. you don't have to. There's times you don't have to state your opinion. If if you go to Katie's website and you don't like the word fuck, 
there's no reason for you to email her and tell her you don't like the word fuck because it's all over the place. It's not going to change the fact that she yeah. uses the word fuck. <laughs> it's yeah, just, and there's so many websites you could be on. Like, you know, and it's what baffles me too is because I would never take the time, like, ever to write to a company. I mean, there's certain things that they're using, you know, like a derogatory word that like really shouldn't be used. Like that's one thing. But even then, like I tend to stay out of it. But because like even even just in general, if there's something that I don't like like on a brand, like I'm not going to take the time to email you unless it's to that degree that like it's yeah harming society. But like if it was just something small like and I'm like, you know, Target, I really don't like the color of that shirt you brought out yesterday. Purple offends me, like, which obviously is such a lie. Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, like, there's just, there's nowhere in my world that I would be like, you know what, I don't like this, so I'm going to email somebody. So it still baffles me that people take the time. I get social media. I get comments. I understand that. It's quick. It's easy. You're already there. But the whole, like, taking the time to email thing still blows my mind. It's crazy. Even comments sometimes. I'm like, you know, if this really offends you, why are you following this page, right? Like yeah. the girl, the woman that said that um, cuss words don't motivate her. I'm like, do you ever watch my videos? Because I literally swear in every single video. Yeah. Like there's not a single video I don't swear in. Yeah. I swear on my podcast. I had to change it to explicit because people were like, yeah, you probably should. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I was like, well, I wasn't dropping the F word then. Um, and that to me is explicit, but other people have different opinions on what explicit is. So I changed it to explicit. Yeah. Now I can drop F-bombs whenever I want. So <laughs> there you go. The best kind. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not offended. It's my favorite <laughs> swear word because you can literally use it for anything. <laughs> yeah. Anything and everything, it is applicable. I, I love it so much. Yes, like commas, <laughs> nouns, verbs, adverbs, whatever. Like oh, you yeah. got it. You just use the word fuck. You're good. Yep. But you know, <laughs> people sometimes get offended because I swear around my kids. I don't swear at my kids. And I think that's what you were getting at when you talked earlier about um, being appropriate with swearing is you can swear in your everyday verbiage. It's different if you turn those swear words and use them as weapons to other people. Yeah, totally. I mean, there's like, and that's like, I ran into one girl who it was funny because she had commented. It was something about, um, I posted a picture of something about a girl's dress code of like how telling a young girl that she has to go home and change does more damage to her than the distraction it gives to the boys. Yes. Um, that was a heated fucking post. Like I didn't expect <laughs> I posted, I posted crazy shit. Like, and I, and I don't actually like, it's weird. Cause I don't actually get like political. Like that's not my brand. I don't, I don't ever post anything like regardless of what side, like I don't say like fuck Trump or fuck Hillary. Like there's none of that. Like yeah. I don't do, I don't touch the political thing. I do more so the social issues because that's mm -hmm. where I'm like passionate because I think po politics is just a messy wash of shit. And, oh, I agree. <laughs> and I, and I don't, I don't align that with my brand. So I'm more like social issues. So it's, it is the like, telling girls that they have to go home and change when boys don't have that same double standard of dress codes and the damage it does to girls and just all kinds of things. I didn't expect of all things that I posted for that one to be such a hot button like post, but I, I could probably find it. But it was just, it was, I mean, so many freaking likes, so many damn comments and people were like getting in arguments. And that's where I'm like, I get annoyed because I'm like, Unless it's a constructive argument, like you guys are literally just, you're arguing with strangers on the internet for no reason. 
And one girl, you know, she kind of like, she dropped, she said fuck, I think, in her first comment. Well, then some girl came back and, ch- and challenged her on something. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> she posted this like novel, but it was like, fuck, 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 cunt, da 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 da. But instead of it like being the words, she used asterisks in all of them, which I was Aww. like, well, you just said the word fuck like a minute ago and it was fine. But now in this like rant, she's like asterisking herself, which I was like, oh, that's annoying. And I had to like, <laughs> I had to get rid of it because I'm just like, you're not being constructive. And while I love curse words more than the next person, I'm not using them to be like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> I mean, I will, but like, it's, and even in that, like, that's not even like a, I think like an argumentative, like necessarily a point where you're like, you're not being aggressive. Like you can curse like a sailor. You can be a badass. Like you can do all of the shit. You can still be a good fucking human. Like that's what I think the like, the discord is too and a lot of people are like oh it's such a bad word but it would be if i'm like telling like i'm telling you to go fuck yourself like yes i'm kind of using that a little bit have i said this i guess i've definitely said it i thought it today five times (laughs) (laughs) it's a good one but you know it's like there's certain ways that you're using words that give them the power that you want and like more often than not the cursing that I use daily is literally just conversational. Mm-hmm. It's not attacking anybody. Sometimes road rage, although they can't hear me and I'm trying to contain it, but like <laughs> more often than not, it's used as like a comma or just like uh, flares up a sentence. Like, and, and I don't even think about it a lot of times. Like it just comes flat, flying mm-hmm. out of my mouth. And, and that's the thing is like more often than not, I think a lot of people use it conversationally, but people, take it a different way and it all depends on how you use it like I literally I can't say enough like how much like you can literally curse like a sailor and you can be this person and then you can like not be a dick like I might curse more than a lot of people I just gave blood today like there's (laughs) like it's you know you can care about humanity you can care about people and you can be really kind like I think that's like sometimes people are like kind of blown away at like I don't know how big of a heart I have because I talk like this but like they're not synonymous and that's where I think is people are like oh you curse you must be an asshole yeah I can be but like it's it's not it's the negative like connotation on words like without them being used that way just drives me insane yes or the stereotypes (laughs) yeah the stereotypes that come along with cussing and having tattoos and you know even having multiple colored hair because that time uh, multiple times my hair has been pink um you know all of those things where people think that makes you less of a human but I'm like I'm actually a really good human even though I swear around my kids and I swear in traffic and I swear on my podcast and I swear <laughs> all the time um, I'm actually a really good human and have like six tattoos I'm a good human. I do good things. And I know people who don't swear, who don't have tattoos, who don't do any of that or have multicolored hair that are the <laughs> biggest assholes ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. And when the last time you all get, or the, like the comments, the whole like uneducated thing, or like, it makes me look uneducated or unprofessional. And I'm like, well, and I say this and I'm like, oh, you're trying to like throw money into it. I'm like, and I'm not what I like, you know, what I say is like, well, you know, my degree in interior design and my bachelor's degree in business and the business that I'm running right now and have successfully for five years would absolutely rebuttal your idea of it, of just saying the word fuck makes me uneducated. Because I'm into school. I know what I'm doing. I'm, you know, five years in where most businesses fail in the first five years. And 
still going strong. Like it's, it's not synonymous with class or education or, you know, any of that at all. And like, that's like such a weird thing. And even like the like cursing around your kids, I think everybody should curse around their children. Right. I mean, <laughs> I think if you get them used to a word, I also think it's less like they're going to use it. Yeah. When they're like the three-year-old parrots, they're going to say it, but you have to like, this is a word we say it at home. I, I have a few friends that like they say, like they'll say it and of course their child repeats it. And they're like, this is a word we don't say outside of this house. Like teach your children. Like that's, and that's the thing. I mean, with a whole bunch of other issues, it's like teaching them, you know, you're allowed to say the word. It's again, it's not, it's not the word itself. It's how you use it. And sure, the five-year-old shouldn't go to preschool and say fuck to the teacher. But then teach them that, you know, these are, you know, a mommy and daddy word that we say, but like the more negative connotation you give on the word too, do the more like your kid's going to be like dropping F-bombs at preschool because it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Which also little kids cussing like literally fucking cracks me up. <laughs> little kids cussing that are not my kids crack me up. <laughs> My oh. kids, I'm like, oh, please don't say that in front of those people. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole, there's a video. Um, I can't remember. I think it was a Planned Parenthood video. Some video. And it was a bunch of little girls dressed up as princesses. Yes. And they're all cursing. Oh, yes. It made my heart so happy. <laughs> it was so good. I have to see if I can find that to link it up in the show notes. Cause I was like that too. It's like, that's amazing. And when my, my kids were first growing up and my husband and I had first got married, he was like, you know, you should really tone it down. I'm a sailor and you curse worse than I do. And he's like, you don't want the kids to like curse like that. And I was just like, after a while he kind of gave up because it literally is a part of my, my vocabulary. I've now realized as, as a motivational speaker, I can't do speaking engagements where they tell me I can't swear because I always end up swearing. I may not drop the F-bomb, but I'm going to say shit, ass, you know, bitch, probably other things out there. Yeah. And I'm like, I just can't. Like, it's who I am, and I can't filter myself in that way. Yeah. Or you do like I do it, like Disneyland a lot. But like, Katie, you're around kids after I like, just said fuck. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, oh, that didn't help yep. either. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know, and I try, of course. I try not to, like, swear around my nieces especially they're like well one's definitely more like parent age and the other one she's just old and has you know a sassy attitude so she'd probably say it but it's like and I try to like censor myself but sometimes I'm like it's just it's gonna happen I mean everyone knows me well enough that like it's just kind of it's my life yeah and people <laughs> wonder why I don't do play dates and I'm like I can't do play dates because I'm gonna swear around your kids and if you don't like that you're gonna get offended and we can't be friends so let's just go out and have margaritas by ourselves so I can swear then <laughs> exactly see you just plan ahead <laughs> right? I have to I have to have friends who have kids who are okay with me swearing around kids I mean it's not like all of the words I say, but it's definitely going to sl slip up. And if somebody's offended and don't want me to swear around their kids, it's probably impossible for it. Yeah. 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 I, I also, I slip the shit sometimes around kids more yeah. so than like, fuck. Cause I feel like, especially around children, you have to, I mean, shit just slips out way easier. Yes. So you're like, sorry. I mean, stuff. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> like they heard it. There's not going back. <laughs> no, I, I completely agree. I completely agree on this. So you have really stepped into your own with Metal Marvels. Now you're, you're using the words that you use in everyday verbiage. You're getting these hater mails and these comments and all this, it, this stuff happened to you. 
Have you found that just stepping into your own, not only in business, has also allowed you to attract like your tribe on a personal level as well? I think so. I mean, especially too, because like, because I've sort of like found those people, like, and that's where like I live in my VIP group because it's just rad and I love the women in there. And that's like, I think it's because we are so connected a lot, like with what we align with, the cursing and being yourself and like being unapologetic about it and all of that. Like, I definitely like, I talk to them a lot. Like, and it's really like, they're like your customers. No one talks to their customers that often. Well, I do like in this group, like we'll talk about everything and just, it's nice to have that thing to like connect with. And like, I've had my like solid group of friends and they all know, like not all of them swear like I do, but I mean, most of them I've known since like practically birth. So they're like a well aware of it, but it's definitely like, I've seen there's more people like that have come into my life that are like a more aligned with that. Like I definitely, I also think too, I mean, I, I wholeheartedly agree with like weeding out like toxic people or people that like you don't see eye to eye with on important things because I don't think it's beneficial for anybody and not necessarily be like, Oh, like, you know, I'm banishing you off the island. It's just someone you're not like chit chatting with all the time because I think it does more harm to good, like more harm than good to both of you, but also to like yourself. But now I definitely notice that like the like the people that are coming like sort of like in my life are definitely more aligned with like me being myself. And I think it's too because I think they're that way that you sort of like gravitate towards each other. <laughs> you just kind of like come in towards like you're like you curse like a sailor I curse like a sailor oh my god we should be friends yes it it goes from there (laughs) I I mean I have friends who feel all sorts kind of different levels in my life right like I have some that I I can talk about about mental health no matter what like I have this one like every time we get together we talk about mental health both of us have had depression and anxiety and all of the things so we can talk about that I have another one that literally I don't think I can say anything to offend her because she's like, she's literally, and she'll call me out when she thinks I'm being a little obnoxious, but like, we can just have conversations without any judgment. I have another one that's the, the cool mom like me, right? Like, it, you know, not the Pinterest mom, no offense to anybody that likes to do all the crafts and, and stuff like that. I'm just not that mom. I'm more of like a hands-off kind of mom. Like, I love my kids. I take care of my kids, but I'm not very like in it. When I was a stay-at-home mom, I was slowly dying inside. That was literally what was happening to me. And you have those friends that fill those pots, but I couldn't find them before when I wasn't being myself. And now that I am fully Megan, I, those people kind of like come to me as if I'm like a magnet. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I think it's, I think it's cause you're like, you're like more so like putting out there like into the universe who you are. And I'm like, I'm not like super like woo woo about anything, but like, I feel like people can tell when you're being genuine. And so you definitely like attract those people that like feel the same way about like certain things that you do. I and mean, of course you're always going to have like the people that are always in your life, like whether you're like aligned on a lot of things or not. But then, you know, I definitely have found that like more so like in Facebook groups or things like that, like people, if they're like, they'll realize that, you know, I own metal marbles and they're like, Oh my God, I love your shit. And like, then we just like start talking or they'll really like, I follow you because like you're so me or like whatever. And it's, and so it's weird to like, you're right. It is. It's like a magnet. Like you don't even like notice at first, but you will literally like attract the people that align with like who you are. And like, it's weird. 
I'm like, now that you like brought that up, I'm like, actually, yeah, that's really weird. I've noticed that. <laughs> I just yeah. wasn't really paying attention, but it's so true. But you also generally tend to repel, not always, but for the most part, repel those people that aren't like, that aren't your people because they're like, oh, I don't like how much you swear or, oh, you know, I don't like the fact that, you know, you have this belief about whatever. And you're like, oh, okay, well, at least we know, like, if that's a, a deal breaker here, then I guess we can just, you know, cut it out. I mean, because yeah. there are those things that are deal breakers in friendship, right? Like, um, if I have a super racist friend, we just can't be friends because I don't see yeah. that. Um, but like, there's other things where I'm like, Meh. like if you're willing to not like try to convert me to whatever you're, you believe in religious or otherwise, we can yeah. be friends. Like I'm cool with that. Um, but there are those things that are like deal breakers. Like, no, I don't think so. What is one of yeah. your deal breakers? Do you have a deal breaker for friends? Um, I don't, I, I don't, I mean, I don't think so. Well, I don't know. I mean, because I like, I obviously like, because I'm well aware of who I am. I also think that like, we're all so different. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, like my dad, for one, like he's like one of my best friends, but we differ on a lot of things. As much as we are like identical, mm -hmm. there's a lot of things, especially like politically or, or whatever that we like differ on. Not gonna like kick him out. Like, <laughs> There's, there's certain, like, there's certain people to a degree where I will, like, I'll let things slide. We just, I, we don't talk about it very often. So I'm like, mm -hmm. love you to death, but I'm not gonna, like, we're not gonna talk about it, because, you know, I'll get mad. But, you know, I think, I don't think that there's anything, I mean, really, just, like, don't be a dick. Like, that's kind of my big thing. Like, if you're, like, we both, like, my dad and I, we both know that we don't agree on these things, but, like, we're never, like, rude to each other about it. It's just, yeah. like, well, I don't really agree with that. It's, like, sorry. So we just kind of like either don't have a conversation or we do and it never gets like angry. But if you're like that, like, if you, I mean, literally if we have like, a, I feel like, I mean, I got sort of into this recently with somebody. It's like, if you, they don't agree with it, it's a big thing I think with social media too, because people feel like they have to interject on everything. Mm -hmm. um, so that's sort of where it runs into. And it's funny is because I feel like it ends up being more so with people you're not technically like friends with. Like it's people you're yeah. friends with on social media. Um, that you've maybe not met yet or whatever and they like you know they just interject on things and it sort of turns into like a heated like argument there's certain things i'm like i'm not gonna argue about this because i find it stupid but if you so wholeheartedly believe like there's certain things where i'm like well maybe we shouldn't have this little like online friendship because i don't think it's beneficial you know and i've unfriended people with no problem because i also think too is i think you have to curate your life like Mm -hmm. who's around you because it will fuck with like your shit <laughs> yeah you know and I, I think it's so I, mean, I, don't, I wouldn't necessarily say that I have like a deal breaker but like if you're a giant dick and I see it frequently like there's more often than not I'm going to unfriend you yeah that's I mean that's sort of my thing is like just be we can we can wholeheartedly disagree on so much shit because I disagree with a lot of people on a lot of things um usually stem from politics but you know, I just, it's, there's no necessarily like real, I guess, deal breaker. It's just, if I think that you are 
consistently being an asshole, we might not be friends anymore. <laughs> I like that. I like that. And you do have to protect your space. Like you were talking about, like, this is my space. And if you're consistently taking from my space, like you got to go, man, you got to go. And my husband yeah. and I disagree a lot on things because we have very different. And sometimes he likes to be devil's advocate and just like see what, how far he can push me on shit. Um, <laughs> but I made a video about this the other day is we can have a conversation with people with opposing views and speak clearly and concisely and try to understand their views without being an asshole. Um, mm -hmm. It's when those people aren't willing to listen, right? And have a conversation. They're just like, I'm right. You have to come to my side of the island or else you get off the island. Yeah. You know, that sort of yeah. thing. That's where that's like, there's a lot of things. And I think that's, it's, a, it's something that people have yet to figure out, which I'm like, hello, social media has been around for a while now. But like, you don't have to answer everything. Yeah. I see so many posts, whether it's like, an opposing sort of like if it's a political idea or whatever and if it's you know on my Facebook I just scroll by because there's no use of me going to somebody else's post and being like well I don't agree with you because what's the use like again you're arguing with somebody over Facebook then nothing's gonna change because they're set in your ways you're set in your ways and like it's highly unlikely that it's going to resolve anything so more often than not I'm just like keep scrolling <laughs> I'm the same <laughs> right. way I the IP group because it's better in there but like I it just it's it baffles me so that people don't understand that concept and it's like and I I literally like I am friends when they got mad at me and I'm like but I have the right to like curate my Facebook if somebody comments on my status and I don't like what it says I'm allowed to delete it yeah it's, it's my it's my post it's my personal Facebook you just happen to be able to see it because you're on my friends list, but I'm allowed to curate my feed and curate anything around me because it's my life and it's, it's what affects me personally. So I'm, I'm absolutely allowed to do that. Like people get hurt, but I'm like, if I don't, I mean, it's not necessarily, even if it's just about posing views, if you leave a dumb comment where you're like, again, being a dick or something, like I'm allowed to delete it. It's my rules, my Facebook. <laughs> Exactly. We get to, I always say this, like you get to choose how your Facebook looks because it is your world and you get to choose who's on it and who's not on it. And mind you, none of these conversations should be happening on Facebook anyways. If you don't agree with somebody's political, religious, you know, sexual, whatever opinions, yeah. perceptions, beliefs, that should be a conversation you take off Facebook because you can't read body language. You can't read the tone in their voice you can't have a real conversation on facebook it's just not possible <laughs> yeah yeah totally and i mean it's, it's still it's so weird because you know it's a social network like it's weird that that's where like most of our conversations are happening but like i think people are afraid to offend people by like deleting comments or you know curating their feed how they want it to be or whatever but ultimately like if it's somewhere you spend a lot of time and I try, I don't spend a whole lot of time on like my, um, newsfeed or anything like that. Um, and really not a lot of time on like my profile itself. Again, I'm in my group a lot just because I feel like being surrounded by like-minded like people is just, it's so much better for you. Um, and then of course like Facebook groups that are, you know, aligned with what I'm looking for, but I tend to stay off the newsfeed, but you know, it's, if you're someone that spends a lot of time on there, it can fuck with your psyche. Like, mm -hmm. just seeing, I mean, whether it's the news that's on there or, you know, the debates or, I mean, even just like if a, an article is published to like a newspaper, well, 
you know, a newspaper site. And the comments that are going back and forth and these people that are arguing with each other are like, and they're so like, they're so bad. Like I can't, I can't open comments on a lot of things because people are just so, so mean to strangers. It's insane. But it's like, shit like that. It's like, I avoid it because I don't want to read it. I don't need to read it. And so especially if you're somebody that's on there a lot, like by all means, like curate that shit because if you're on there a lot, it's going to mess with your head. So it's yes. like, that's why I stay in areas where I enjoy it. So my group or Facebook groups that, you know, are aligned, especially like business-wise, it's pretty much what I hang out in. It's either my group or business groups. So it's like, you know, it, that's something that intrigues me and, you know, keeps my mind going and like, it's stuff I actually like give a shit about versus like some random news article that people are arguing over. I think no fucks given, like, curate <laughs> sure, even your social life because like it will benefit you in the end for sure. Yeah. You only have one life. So we are at the end of our time together, Katie, if there is something the time goes by really fast, um, if there's <laughs> something that you could leave uh, the inspired women listening with, what would you want them to know about anything we've talked about tonight? Um, I think my biggest thing that I always like, I try to do with my brand and just like in my podcast and in general is like, do not be afraid to be yourself. And I know like it's scary as fuck sometimes. Like, and again, <clears throat> you might not be the woman who curses like a sailor. It could be anything that you believe in. And if it's something you're passionate about, like, do not be afraid to do it or say it or be it. Like, I mean, it changed, it changed my life and it definitely changed my business in being myself. But like, I think more people need to be like unafraid to be themselves because there's always going to be someone who doesn't like it. There's always going to be someone who doesn't agree. There's always going to be something that's against whatever you're doing. But in the grand scheme of things, like they don't matter at all. And so it's like, I mean, taking the time and it's sometimes it's a process to like, get to that point. But like, if anything, like I can't stress enough how many people, like people need to get to the point where you are just comfortable being yourself. Like you said, we have one life. Like I refuse to go through this life trying to please somebody else. Like I don't, <laughs> you know, I, I don't care if people don't like my hair, my tattoos, the way I talk, my body. Like I, I don't, I do not care because ultimately I'm the one that has to live it. I'm the one that has to die in it. I'm the one that has to like go through this life as myself. And so I'm going to make myself happy. And so I think more people need to stop like, Oh, just me. That's how much we care about what other people think. Like, so if I could say anything, like just literally like whatever it takes to be unapologetically yourself, do it whether it's a book or a course or fuck meditation or a retreat or like literally whatever it is that gets you in that mindset, like do it. It is priceless. Pay whatever they want because like, <laughs> I think that's the only way to go through this life is making sure that above all, like you are happy because that's what matters. So it's like be yourself and be happy in it. Yes. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. This has been such an amazing conversation. I actually needed this today because I had some uh, some differing perspectives that were shared under something I posted over the weekend. So I'm like, yes, yes, girl, yes. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> well, thank you, Katie, so much for coming on the podcast today. 
Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Like I said, I've only done like one other one. So like, this is so exciting. The whole podcast world is new to me, but like, I'm absolutely loving it. So I I really thank you for having me here. And I thank Robin for recommending me. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Inspire Women podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, share this out with your friends and family, and join us in the Inspire Women community on Facebook. I'll catch you next week.